Hello, everybody. Hope you're all having a great day. Welcome back to Ethan's Thoughts. Today is episode 10. This is an amazing moment. It's kind of a small milestone. This is 10 straight weeks that I have uploaded a podcast to Ethan's Thoughts. So I thank you all for the support. I've had an absolute blast making it. Thank you for listening. And I hope to have some cool things coming up soon to kind of improve the podcast, make it even a little bit of a more enjoyable experience. But thank you for enjoying it. So today's episode for it being the 10th episode, I decided to do a Q&A session. So I went to my social media. I collected questions from multiple avenues of social media, and I got many good questions and I'm ready to answer them. So we're going to answer some of them today. Just a little people want to ask some questions to me and me getting to answer them and being curious, I guess, what I'm going to say. But today is episode 10, Q&A, Milestone. If you enjoy it, share it with your friends, and I'll see you in the episode. All right, here we go. Episode 10, Q&A. So these are some pretty good questions, and I think these are overall, uh, I think like some just some good basic generic questions, some get to know you kind of questions. And so I'm gonna start with this first one. I'm not gonna share who they come from. We will keep that. I'm just gonna read some questions off that people submitted and answer them. So first question: Why did you start Ethan's Thoughts? I guess that's a pretty good one to start. So I kind of mentioned it in the first episode of my podcast and go back and check it out. But I I just got a lot of things to say, I feel like. I got a lot of opinions. And I have a Snapchat title uh, story selected. It's a private one titled Ethan's Thoughts. And I share a lot of my thoughts and insights on there and reveal myself to others in that way. That's a weird way to say it. I just post stuff on there about what I'm thinking about things. That's a good way. And I decided to make a podcast and elaborate a little bit more on a lot of these things. And so, yeah, that's pretty much why I started it. I actually started the podcast, made the first episode, posted the first episode, all and made the accounts like all on Spotify, Apple Music, all of that within the span of like an hour and a half. So, kind of just happened. But here we are, 10 weeks later, still doing it consistency next question if you could invite three people to dinner living or dead who would you who would you invite hmm part of me really wants to invite three like worst human beings in history and just kind of ask them why like make it really an awkward dinner where they have to like talk about why they were the worst human beings to ever exist but i'm not going to do that one three people Let's see here. So I think the first person, of course, and this is to a dinner with me. So technically there is four total. I would invite. Hmm, this is actually a really good question. I would invite for sure, 100% without a doubt, Abraham Lincoln. And the reason I would invite Abraham Lincoln is I'd want to it's just a you know that's a specific time in history of course yes he freed the slaves so he's a hero in that regard but also just the time of like it was 
small. I, I think they had cars, but they were like old, original kind of cars. And I would just show them one of our cars that we have today and ask them, is it like, did you think that they would look like this 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 far in the future? I mean, then early 90s, not 90s, and early 1900s, this is like 70s, 60s, 50s, I think. They came out with the Jetsons TV show. And think about the Jetsons. They had flying cars. And we are not having flying cars. So I just wonder if he thought we'd have flying cars by now. I guess I wanted to know if he's impressed at where we're at right now in this time and age with technology. So I'd invite Abraham Lincoln. That would be the first person. Second person I would invite would probably, this one would kind of have some shaming to it. I'd invite Adam, Adam and Eve, Garden of Eden, first man ever made. I'd probably invite him. And I would talk to him last. Like I'd go around the table, talk to each person, kind of let them share about their life. I'd go to him last and be like, why? Why? Why, 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 why? And just make him uncomfortable. No offense, Adam. Actually take offense, Adam. So Abraham Lincoln, Adam, and the next person, both of those guys are dead, though. Let's choose someone who's actually living. Uh, I'd probably choose... This is really... I have like, I'm not having a hard time picking one. I have like three or four. Just which one do I decide to say? I would pick... The guy who invented uh, Facebook, what's his name? Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, because he's weird. And I just want, I would imagine, I would love to like see him try to have a conversation with Abraham Lincoln and Adam from Adam from the Bible. So I would, uh, I, well, Adam was real, we read about him in the Bible, but I would love to see like Mark Zuckerberg have a conversation. So there's my three people. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, Adam, don't know his last name, and Mark Zuckerberg. That would be quite an interesting, quite an interesting meal. Next one: What mythical creature do you wish was real, and why? This one is easy: a unicorn. Because I actually am a fan of unicorns to a degree. You can have a regular horse, all right, just a regular horse. And we already have that, but a unicorn has the horn. Or actually, can I get a, a hybrid? Can I get a hybrid of a unicorn and a Pegasus? Now that would be, that would be pretty good. Like a Pegasus can fly. So it'd be like a horse with a horn that can fly. I don't think unicorns can fly. But like you have a horse and in the movies and in, History and things, you always hear about the horses that like escape. They hit you ride out on them, you chase people, cowboys, yada, you, you're moving, you're traveling with them. All right, well, I can defend myself with a horse if I have a unicorn who has a horn on the top of his head. And if I can fly, then I can fly. And that's amazing. So I'd, I'd want a hybrid of a, um, a unicorn and a pegasus. What famous person would play you in a movie? This is a good one. Um, I would choose Dylan O'Brien. Because I think we look alike. And I feel like 
if I had, you know, I've almost put Dylan O'Brien at the dinner table because if he's going to play me in a movie, he has to sit down and hear about my life accurately, which is from me only. But I feel like he has also the personality that he could handle taking a role on, such as myself. Because if someone were to play me in a movie, that's not an easy job. Like, I don't think Leonardo DiCaprio could do it. And some say he's the best. So it's just all about picking the right person. If I was older, though, I'd probably pick Matthew McConaughey because Interstellar. Which kind of leads into the next question. What is your favorite movie of all time? And it's Interstellar. Interstellar. Traveling through space, flying in spaceships, messing around with time. Ah, it's awesome. It's so awesome. If you want to watch a movie that will mess with your brain, watch Interstellar. My goodness, it's such a cool movie. And it looks good. It looks like awesome. The soundtrack's good. You know, people like soundtrack. It's just got like bomb music. You hear that? Do, 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 do. I'm like, yeah, Interstellar. I love that movie so much. I, I bought it. I bought it, even though I have the streaming uh, device, uh, platform, whatever that it's on, I still bought it. I love Interstellar. Favorite thing to do as I was growing up. So I would say this one, this one was like, I didn't do it as long, but I had a lot of fun when I was doing it. So between the ages of like eight and 10, eight and 11, maybe I loved getting myself into physically challenging situations. For example, I'd climb a tree that's too high. Now I can, I'm struggling to get down or we live next to this hill. So it'd be this huge hill, like here's the street, you go down our street, across the street is this huge hill, and then on our side of the street, our backyard, which was a huge hill, and so it was just like this massive slope, and I would ride my, I'd go to the top of the big hill on the other side of the street, ride my bike, ride down the hill, uh, ramp it, then go down our slope, and that was very dangerous, the speeds that I got up to on that bike, and actually one time I ran into a tree and broke my bike. And me, and it was very, it's painful. It was in our backyard, but I didn't actually break the bike that bad. But I did mess up the handlebars, and I did hurt myself. But I would like that was, I guess, one of my favorite things to do is like push myself to the limits. I think because I did that is why I'm not scared of doing many things today. So I guess that was my favorite thing was just like challenge myself physically. Except I'm doing that as a ten year old. And that was always very difficult. I would also like road. I, we had stairs, carpet stairs, not wood. And I would go down the stairs on my stomach and just see how fast I could go. And then I would just hit the floor. I wasn't, I guess, very intelligent to do that, but I would like to just see if I could handle it. I'd punch the wall just to see if it could hurt my hand. And I do it over and over again to see how much I could take. Just things like that. I'd push myself. But I, I didn't do that for a long time, but I have a lot of fun good memories doing stuff like that. What is the thing that scares you the most? And this is easy. This is easy, easy. Some would think it's a frog and you're close, but the, or some, if you really know me, then you think it would be needles. 
And that is also very close. The Frogs and Needles are like top two and three. But the other thing in the top three, and it's not two or three, is the ocean. I'm scared of the ocean. I'm scared of what's in the ocean because guess what? We don't know a lot of what's in the ocean. We don't. We think we do, but we don't. There's like so much of the ocean that is like unexplored and has never been seen, and it scares me. And I just don't think I could. I don't think I could go to the ocean. I've been to the ocean, and I've like I've been in a boat, not a cruise. Well, I'm like in the middle of it, but I've been on a deep sea fishing boat. So like I can kind of do that to a degree. I also have a fear of like the tide thing pulling you. What's that called? Undertow, riptide. I don't know. The thing that pulls you out to sea. That terrifies me. I'm terrified of a kraken grabbing my leg and pulling me deep. Terrified of jellyfish. The shark's the least of my worries. I mean, it'd hurt, but dad gum. That's at least we know about sharks. I don't like the ocean. It scares me. And thankfully, Sydney doesn't have a good feeling about the ocean either. And I'll probably never go on a cruise in my entire life. If I go on a cruise, it's the Alaskan cruise where you're like going down those big rivers in between those mountains. Ho, ho, ho. Bring it on. Now, I'm not scared of bodies of water to a degree. Like, I'm not scared of lakes. I'm not scared of ponds or rivers or things like that. I'm just scared of the ocean because the ocean's vast. And I'm not a big fan of the ocean. Thoughts on Sydney's 200-pound deadlift? Oh, yeah. This is a time to brag. So Sydney could deadlift 200 pounds. She did that a few weeks ago. It was her personal best in, in her physical training. That's quite impressive. She's pretty cool. And I think that makes her the coolest person that's ever existed. She's stronger than me, and that's not a, that's not a doubt. I really believe she could, is stronger than me. I mean, I also I believe men are more naturally stronger than women and have more strength than women. But so I guess if you compare this to our natural states, I'd be stronger than her. But the kind of work she does, yeah, she's stronger than me, for show stronger than me. Oh, I've this without this question, this question I received a lot of entries about. Multiple people sent this exact question. Is a hot dog a sandwich? And that's what people ask. And some people added like different phrasing to it. Some people just ask, is a hot dog a sandwich? Some people ask, is a hot dog a taco? And the easiest answer is just to say a hot dog is a hot dog. But people don't accept that answer. Like you have to, you have to, give an answer so i thought about this answer before i gave it and i really wanted to make sure that it would be one that's right like there is a right and wrong so is a hot dog more like a sandwich or more like a taco these are the comparisons we're making and i'm gonna say drum roll it is more if you really think about it like a taco. A sandwich, when I think of a sandwich, I think of two pieces of bread separate from each other under an 
like with something kind of meat or substance in the middle. It's not doesn't have to just be meat. It can be like a peanut butter jelly or peanut butter, any other kind of sandwich. But it is two pieces of bread separate from each other with something in the between. When you think of a taco, you think of a shell, a opening of something. You put the stuff in there, and then you eat. But hypothetically, you can eat it. Like you know, it's like a perfect crevice place for it. That's what a hot dog is. It's the bun. If the bun was separate, which it couldn't happen because the talk the uh, hot dog would fall out, then that would be a sandwich. But it's not. I genuinely think though, if you were to take your bun apart and balance it, because it is a hot dog, it just roll out. But if you balanced the bun after ripping it apart in half and then ate it like that, then you're eating a sandwich. I think it can be both, but I think in its natural state, it is a taco because it connects. So is that controversial? I don't know. You tell me. This is a good one as well because I'm my favorite food. It, it kind of has two questions. There's two questions side by side, and I'm going to throw them together. But what is your favorite food? And I know the person that asked these two questions is the same person that asked these two. I know they know my favorite food, but they want me to share it to you guys so they can follow up with the second question. But my favorite food of all time is cereal. I don't have to decide what kind of cereal. Like if you say your favorite food is pizza, then you're not – you may be specifically thinking of a single type of pizza. But most likely if your favorite food of is pizza, then you probably like multiple types of pizza. Like I don't like a lot of different types of pizza. So I would never say my favorite food is pizza. But cereal, I like a lot of different types of cereal. So my favorite food is cereal. So that is my favorite food, cereal. But is cereal just cold soup? Uh, cold soup. You know, I think... Sure. Sure it is. Because I'm going to make a stand here. Cereal... When I think of the meal cereal, I think of the actual content or the uh, whatever, what's it called? The stuff, the cereal poured into a bowl with milk. So if you're one of those people that eat cereal without milk, you're not eating the actual meal of cereal. I mean, yeah, I guess you're eating cereal, but there's something wrong. And if you don't like milk, I don't know how you like cereal. Like I don't know how you even tried it. What made you try cereal if you don't have milk or don't like milk? And if you don't like the red milk or blue milk, there's pink milk. And I think I've seen some purple milk as well. There's light blue milk. There's milk in these little boxes. There's all types of milk. And so it's cold. So I would say cereal is just cold soup. But it's meant to be that way, you know? Like sometimes, a good a good connection, banana pudding. You can have banana pudding hot or cold. But if it's cold, most of the time it's made that way. If it's hot, it's made that way. So this has been pretty fun. I got a lot of good questions. There are a lot of uh, interesting questions submitted. Some of them we're not going to share today. But to end this episode, we're going to share one final question. This has been a... Uh, pretty cool one. 
kind of doing some question and answer. And that is, what's the next big thing for the podcast? Because I, I'm going to go ahead and announce this idea I have and also announce at the process a chance for people to come alongside and help with it if they want. So I am about to begin taking the steps to per- advance the podcast to video form. So if you are an audio listener, you're listening on Spotify, po- Apple Podcasts, like where you are right now, you can continue having this resource. This will still be there. However, if you like the visual as well, I'm going to start a YouTube channel where I'm going to up record me sitting there giving the podcast. You're going to see me. I'll have I'll be able to elaborate a lot more on a lot of different things, and I'm going to be uploading it to um, the internet. And then when that happens, that is when I'm going to start having guests on the podcast. And I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. I've waited for that because I feel like you can still have the interaction of two people, just simply your, their voices. Many podcasts do it. But I feel like having that environment is what's really good. So this is what I need y'all's help with. And I'm offering, I'm allowing people to offer their help and to be able to get involved with this if they want. I need maybe three places. So I'm working on getting all of my podcast equipment to be portable where I can take it up and have a podcast episode anywhere. Right now it's just in my dorm room. When I get to that point, I need some nice, what's the word? Uh, Let me see. Is this it? Aesthetic? Is that the word? Aesthetic places? Like the good, good aesthetic places? I need good places to film the podcast. I don't just want to do it cheesy in my room again. That also limits the kind of guests I can have. I really want to have the podcast done in cool places. And it can be some public places. And that would be fun. That would be the most random the most random episodes. So if anybody knows of any cool place that you would like to have the podcast be filmed whenever I start getting video footage, let me know when you hear this. And in return, this is a genuine offer. If you help me and provide me, it's not just a suggestion. If you're going to suggest a place, you got to help me be able to get there. So if someone, if anyone helps with that, I will let you be a guest on the podcast straight up. I'm not kidding. So if you provide a place, I can bring my stuff, set up the podcast and begin. Then you are, I'm going to let you stay and help. And I think that would be awesome. So just throwing that out there. This offer is out there to anyone that hears and wants to be on it. If you don't want to be on it, then don't help me. That's fine. But these are going to stay Apple Podcasts, Spotify. It's going to continue being on there. But I will also have the video coming soon, probably at the start of the year of 2023. That gives me appropriate. I could probably have it sooner, but that gives me appropriate time to prepare, get some places for it, things like that. But that's the plan. We'll see if it works. Thank you guys for listening. This episode is just kind of cool, hanging out, doing some question and answers. Next week's episode is going to be back to probably a story time. I think you're going to enjoy it. If you guys enjoy it, like I said earlier in the beginning of the podcast, make sure to share this podcast, follow, and I will see you guys in next week's episode. Have a good Thursday.